Hey everybody. So today's podcast, we're going to talk about why it's important to feel good and how feeling good can translate into different facets of your life. So I always make it a point that I get a certain amount of workouts in during the week. Obviously that is what makes me feel good, but it all depends on what makes you feel good. And it should be something that's ideally healthy. I find that when I'm stressed, a workout really does a trick. When I'm tired, a workout does a trick. And that's really been my go-to for over 15 years now as what I do in order to feel good. It has become an obstacle for me. So a lot of people let what makes them feel good go to the wayside because of life, because of work, because of family. I think it's so important to remember that that ritual that you've been doing throughout your life can help you be a better person in other parts of your life. So I find that when I do skip the gym, I may be a little bit crabby or less focused or less energetic. And I think that remembering what makes you feel good and makes you feel good about yourself inside and out is something you should never, ever neglect. Um, You know, other things that make me just rejuvenate me inside and out, mind and body, is spending time with my family. You know, sometimes you you have this long to-do list, but if you're not doing things that are important to you, such as family and quality time, everything on that to-do list kind of doesn't matter, right? I recently did an interview and I talked about gratitude and if you don't have if you don't take a take the time to just be present in the now, you know, be grateful for what you have, you'll never appreciate what you will have, you know. And I think that's another way to feel good. Really just reflecting on what you've accomplished, what what you set to accomplish and what you've actually achieved, what you're still working on, how far you've come. Those things also really make me feel good because so many times we do not give ourselves that pat on the back that we need. So many times, you know, you're just constantly just looking at the next goal, check you've achieved it, and just going full steam ahead. And you really need to take a moment and take that time to say, wow, I did do that. It took me a couple of months. It took me a couple of weeks, but I did it. And accomplishing something is a great way to feel good about yourself and can help you motivate others to feel good about themselves. I love encouraging others. I love helping them realize the goals that they've attained and they can they can reach. And it's one of the favorite things I love about being a gym instructor and a fitness coach. And so although that doesn't directly make me feel good, it makes someone else feel good, which indirectly makes me feel good. So I think that there's so many ways you could look at it. Sure, the occasional red red glass of wine, glass of red wine or you know, a night out or, you know, your favorite indulgent meal. Of course, those are the, those make everybody feel good, but really tap in and think about things that can make you feel good. That's out of the norm, right? Um, So I think it's really important to 
just get in touch with yourself, you know, really just sit down and say, what are some things that have made me feel good in the past and I've just stopped doing, you know, maybe you used to go to a social club and dance with your partner and you've just stopped doing that. That's something that you should really look into again. You know, there's a reason why these things resonated with you to begin with. So tap back into it, you know, And that's actually something that I've loved to do. I love dance workouts. I used to be a Zumba instructor. And of course, now my world is bar. And I make it a point that in my workouts that I definitely take Zumba classes. Like, although I'm not actively teaching Zumba, I love taking the class. I love dancing. The energy in the room, almost every Zumba class, I don't care where you go or even dance class, wherever you go, there's that energy because everyone's just unveiling. They don't care what they look like. They don't care who's staring at them. And that, that's, that's contagious. And I think that really can help come out of the classroom and bring it into your life, right? You come home and you're like, you know, maybe there's something you were hesitant about doing. And because that energy surrounds you, it encourages you, right? That makes you feel good. Maybe, you know, trying something outside the box. That's, These are all forms of self-care. Self-care, of course, comes in pampering, but I strongly believe that self-care and feeling good can come in so many different ways, right? Exploring new things. I have one client, I love her dearly. She's encouraging herself to make sure that she tries something new at least once a month. So now she's doing sewing classes. How cool is that? So like, you know, there are things at our fingertips often very much free, There's so many things that are free that, you know, you can look into your neighborhood and Google it and and just if you really have that passion to learn and and step outside of your norm, you will find something that that works for you. So she does this sewing class and she was so proud of herself. She made a pillow, right? It's just a pillow. But guess what? That that accomplishment. Hey, I made a pillow. You know, she could take that to her workout class. She could take that to the work workforce, you know, and really tackle maybe something that's been on her plate and just feel good about it. And I think at the end of the day, it's always about feeling good about yourself. So many times there's this negativity that might be surrounding you. If you can find ways to just feel good about yourself, I think that's so important. So here I love, I love my checklist. So here are my five suggested ways that you can start feeling good about yourself and how I think it can translate into your health and wellness aspect of your life. So one, take time for yourself. Again, we spread ourselves so thin, whether you're single, married, single parent, whatever it may be, we're nine times out of 10, we're often thinking about others and not thinking about ourselves. So setting time and like not just here and there like make it a ritual make it every Sunday for me every Sunday I try to do my mini spa night so I've spent the day with the family and you know my son's gone down I spend that time to do a facial or you know try a new beauty product I find ways to do that quick little treat for myself and really it helps to relax me because if I'm stressed or you know feeling run down 
you'll be surprised what a mud mask can do. It really, it really helps to relax me. So finding that time for yourself and making it a set time every week, you're definitely going to commit to it and it's easy for you not to neglect it. I would even suggest putting it on a calendar, putting it in your phone, adding it to your reminders, anywhere that you can see it. It's the same tip I give for working out. If you make an appointment for yourself, you're definitely going to keep it and then it just becomes a part of you where you won't even need the reminder anymore. So definitely setting aside time for yourself is number one. Number two, I definitely think moving. Moving, being physically active is a great way for self-care, but also a great way to just energize the body and the mind. You know, whether it's a walk, you ever go out, to the gym early in the morning. I could speak to this because I have a really early morning class every week and I'm like dragging myself every week. But once the class is over, I'm on fire. I'm totally energized. That energy that you get from a workout and energizing others for in my in my case, energizing others, it really helps to motivate me and get me going for the day. So definitely find movement. It could be a walk, it could be a dance class, it could be, you know, Tai Chi, whatever. It does not have to be hit. It does not have to be something grueling. It should definitely be something that you enjoy so that you stick to it. So get moving, being physically active. Don't sit there because, you know, it's just so easy to get sluggish and lazy and unmotivated. Get moving, make it a point. If you can do it at least three times a week, great. If you could do it more, even better. Just finding that small pocket of time, few times a week to get moving is an excellent way to contribute to self-care. Number three, Try something different for the mind, right? I just recently got a coloring book and um, it's a great way. I remember when I was small and I had a Barbie coloring book, I used to love to color. I would spend hours coloring. So now when adult coloring became like a thing, I was like, that's weird, but started coloring in it. And I was like, now I remember why I love it. It's such a mindless therapeutic thing to do. It's really a, it's, it's just a good, like, it's like, like I said, it's just a mindless therapeutic thing to do. So many times our mind is just nine, just running, 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 finding that calming thing and make it calming, right? Try to, try to not have the TV on. If you're a TV person, you could have it on. Maybe just turn down the volume. Maybe just sit in your living room with a glass of wine, glass of tea, and color a few pages or color one page and see how you like it. Try something different. If that doesn't work for you, try meditation. Um, There are meditation books. There are apps. There's so many different ways that you can really just relax the mind because the mind is, you know, without your mind, train your mind, train your body, right? That's my slogan. If you don't have a functioning mind, you do not have a functioning body. So find something that works for you. It may not be yoga, it may not be meditation, but it may be a coloring book. So just go out there, be explorative and like really think about what might work for you. And again, this is something you want to make a habit. So try to do it a few times a week to the point where it becomes a part of you. Um, Number four, I would encourage someone else to feel good. I really get excited. I think it's in my nature, but obviously because I'm a fitness coach and instructor, but 
Maybe someone else is is neglecting their own self-care. I think that being selfless is a great way to feel good about yourself and help someone feel good about themselves at the same time. Um, about themselves at the same time. So it, I'm not saying go on a quest, but I just think it's it's nice to be mindful of the people around you. You know, sometimes people drop hints discreetly, you know, and maybe that's an open invitation for you to ask a question. And, you know, just, just be, I would be tactful with it, but I think fine, or even just a loved one, a brother, a sister, a husband, wife, whatever it may be, helping someone to feel a little better about themselves or start a new habit that is good for them is an excellent way to be selfless and also contribute to your own self-care. Because I think helping others and being kind is so vital in, um, in being positive and having a good circle. Um, and I think that so many times people aren't nice. I recently did an event and it was promoting uh, stress awareness month and little things that you can do to alleviate stress. One of them being massage. And a lady stopped and she said to us, it was me with a company that I had partnered up with. And she said to the, the two of us, you don't know how much this means to me right now. I never take time for myself and I'm going through so much. And just that 10 minute, 10, 10 minute, 10 massage uh, sorry, <laughs> 10 minute chair massage that she did. She, she had a smile on her face. She kind of came over to us a little bit sullen and sad. And just in that 10 minutes, you could see the, the lift in her, her smile and her eyes. It just widened and she was happy. And I think that being able to encourage other people to feel good will in eventually make you feel good and make you want to do more of the same thing over and over again, which just contributes to an overall amazing lifestyle. And number five for self-care, I think it's so important. You know, this is a tough one because there's just so much, but be okay with not I guess not achieving everything, not being able to do everything. I, I mean, this is, I guess I'm stuttering on this because I'm, I'm a work in progress with number five. I have so much that I want to do and I tend to beat myself up about it when it's not achieved. And I think it's a good friend of mine said, be okay with it. Be okay with being moody. Be okay with not completing something. Just be okay with it because me, you know, any type of negative talk or negative feeling is just going to deter any type of positive outcome. So I think it's okay just to be okay. It's okay if you haven't treated yourself to something. There's always, you know, another day and you'll get there. This stuff takes time, you know, but like I said, I think just being able to take care of yourself, mind and body translates into all facets of your life and it's contagious and the people around you will start to feel it and you'll start to connect and and be energetic and gravitate and those positive people will gravitate towards you. At the end of the day, you just want nothing but positivity around you. So those those are my tips for self-care, guys. Like it's so, it's very popular right now, but 
you know, it's, I still really feel that it's very overlooked. So I really encourage all of you to take time for yourself and realize, you know, life is short and you got to take care of yourself because you can't take care of yourself. You can't take care of others. So I hope you enjoyed this quick chat. Um, And if you have any questions, you can always email me, Nadia at NadiaMurdochFit.com. And you can find me at NadiaMurdochFit.com. Thank you, guys.